Ghosticles are a ghosticles. That's right. Ghosticles. Ghosticles are a go. Ghosticles are a ghoul. Hey. I, I, I really hope our listeners are entertained by listening to me work out a joke in real time. <laughs> you know, I feel like they it's 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 gotta be entertaining somehow. Inside the mind <laughs> inside the mind is if it if my mind had a sound, it would be like an old car starting up on a cold day. Yeah. And then that's when I'm having my best thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this time, not not the, the brain is tired. The brain is so tired. The brain, are, the brain, the brain is, is filled with stress dreams about my new puppy. I know. Oh my god, I had the worst dreams. He's so cute, and we're you know it just I'm I'm thankful for the stress dreams right. in a way because it makes me a more alert puppy parent. Right. Um, so I'm like, oh no, but it, it's exhausting keeping your eye on a little thing. It's and like they move having so a fast. It's like having a baby, except they can move fast, very fast, uh, and that never changes right. <laughs> until they get old. And, and then they're t- they don't want to move fast because why? Because they they get our age and they figure out why am I? Wow, man, I gotta conserve yeah. my energy because this is I gotta work smart, not hard. That's right. Right now he's just working hard. And forcing me to work smart, which is, um, if you want to wear a puppy out, you make them think, like training regimens. Yeah, absolutely. Get them really, because mm-hmm. it burns a lot of calories. Uh, interestingly enough, it also works on humans, so I'm exhausted right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> my dog is training me how to deal with him. Right, which is when he screams, take him out of that crate. So oh far, God. that's what's been happening. He's so vocal. He's so much more vocal than our first dog ever yeah, was. Yeah, Genji's not very vocal at all. Ever. Like, he's he's more vocal just the way he breathes than anything yes. else. He rarely barks. He, he only, rarely... I think he only barks if he's here. Yeah, and even the then, part. like, he's yeah. kind of, all He's right, really got to be in with the yeah. other two on it. He's so salty right now. He is. Like, because he likes, he likes the new puppy, but he, not all the time. Yeah. Like, Genji runs out of steam a lot quicker than the puppy does. When the puppy yeah. wants to play, the puppy can go for a lot longer, and yeah. the puppy just doesn't know how to play. Uh, so um, it's just, he's like, I'm just going to bite you. And Genji's like, you can see Genji trying to teach Gus how to play. Like, here, we take the toy, and then I give it to you, and we tug back and forth, and then Gus will get as far as, so I just bite your face. Okay, gotcha. Dexter did that for the (laughs) longest time. It was like, do you not get tug of war? Dot had it immediately. Like, she knew. But not not. Dexter. He was just like, okay, I want to grab the rope from your mouth. (laughs) That's that's not how tug of war works. He was very confused. Oh, they're barking now. They're barking right now. that's Dot. Yeah, my guess is Jack is home. Yeah, I hope so. Well, let's read some stuff so we can go get dinner. Oh my god! Not that, that we don't want to be here reading. But you know, I'm all tired day. and I'm hungry. I we love got, the joys yeah. of having a new puppy. There's so many little magical moments, but there's you pay for those moments in sleep deprivation. That's true. It's valid. And just general stress dreams. Well, oh you god. start. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Uh, this our first submission comes from Julia. Thank you, uh, Julia. These ghost stories come from my mom. My mom first qualified as a children's nurse in the eighties. When we were born, she began working bank shifts, and when my dad lost his job, she began to work the night shift. Uh, it, this is clearly uh, from someone who is from Britain, because bank shift doesn't mean that her mom worked for a bank. That means she just worked during the day. That's what they call oh during like bank uh, hours. Bank hours, yeah, banker hours. Um, so <laughs> it was like, wait, she's a nurse, and then she went. 
to work for a bank? What? England's weird. Uh, Why not just <laughs> say daytime? <laughs> it's not. There's. It's not as colorful because there's different times of day. There's early day. That's true. There's late day. So anyway, so, she, day. so mom began to work the night shift so that she could spend the early evenings with her children and still earn enough money to support us. Sensible. Like yes. a lot of old hospitals in England, Mum works most of her night shifts in the building of an old workhouse. Ooh, that's creepy. Workhouses mm-hmm. are where vagrants and poor people used to have to go by law. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were, like, in debt or something, it's not a happy place. Walking right. along them during the day can be disconcerting enough, but at night, in the dark, they can be eerie. Every footstep echoes despite the fire doors, and sound travels. A door slamming three floors away feels like it's behind you, and the mm. pipes hum and spit. Yikes. How wonderful. It's <laughs> a great description. Yeah. The pipes are like, mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then you think about being a kid, because work, you know, the workhouse is mm-hmm. orphans were sent there to work, too. Yeah. Everybody, that, meant, if you were able bodied enough to work yeah. at all, uh, combined with a century of sickness and the horrifying reality of the workhouse that preceded it, it's no surprise many nurses refused to make the lonely walk to the store covered on their own after dark. I wouldn't. My mom, being one of the more senior nurses and rather sensible in disposition, volunteered to go and fetch whatever equipment was needed. The walk was unnerving but ordinary. Just the wind at the windows and the echoes and distant shouts of of a nighttime hospital and the motion-activated overhead lights. Being inside the store cupboard was all right, too, until she felt a tap on her shoulder. At first, she thought it was just another person, but the room was so small she'd she'd seen them. Besides, the door's locked, and she's looking at it. There can't be anyone else in the room with her. There's another tap on her shoulder, like someone politely asking her to move out of the way. <laughs> Pardon me. Tap, tap. Um, now that you've realized I'm not actually here, I'd like to remind you that I'm here. I would just like, man, <sighs> ghosts really are part of the culture they're from. Um, <laughs> Very ghost, this ghost already Mysterious. seems British. There's another tap on her shoulder, like someone politely asking her to move out of the way. My mother, attempting not to yell, finishes gathering the equipment she needs. The living, after all, come first. And absolutely does not <laughs> run back to the ward, but she does leave with a garbled, sorry, thank you, I'll be going now. <laughs> That's totally what I would do. That's I, so British, it's almost Canadian. Your, your mom <laughs> your mom is a mood. Um, a few weeks later, a parent approaches mom to say uh, they're sorry to be a bother, but the parent, uh, but the parent toilets, what? But the, oh, the parent toilets has been occupied for over half an hour, maybe patient toilets? I don't patient know. Toilets. Have been occupied for over half an hour and maybe they're Maybe the toilets worried. for the parents. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. The parent toilets have been occupied for over half an hour, and they're a little worried someone might need assistance. When mom gets over to the toilet, the student nurse, the student nurses are all hurried, uh, huddled around it, looking pale and worried. It's empty, but also, undeniably, locked from the inside. We can't open the door. It's stuck. Besides, parents have reported feeling strange in there. Cold spots, draughts, something tugging on their clothes. My mom, when rattling on the door... Um, uh, my mum, when rattling on the door, hasn't worked, and someone, in slightly anxious tones, is talking about fetching someone to undo the hinges. She lets go of the handle and takes a deep breath. She knocks on the door. Excuse me? Is everything all right? I'm afraid there's uh, rather a queue. Can you open the door? As though speaking to a patient. She reaches out for the door handle, and it opens. Easily. The bolt slides across. No one inside. You just have to ask nicely sometimes. See, that's a good. I love how she's like, hang on, let's before we take the door down, let me just see if the ghost responds to civility. Finally, a new staff nurse joined the night shift a couple of weeks ago. Uh, says she's a medium. Mum, uh, I guess medium. Like, why is she telling you? Oh, oh, you mean like she's a medium, not like I'm a medium. <laughs> like, I'm a size <laughs> I'm a medium. Size. If you want to yeah. buy me something, <laughs> mum has. Um, I like purple. Mum has break with her one <laughs> uh, one night shift and thinks she sees something out of the corner of her eye. A patient out of bed 
maybe. But when she turns her head, there's no one there. The new staff nurse, not looking up from her magazine, reaches out to pat her hand. Oh, don't worry about that, love. It's just a little boy that's always here. Don't worry, though. He likes you. I didn't know you could see them, too. That's good. That was really good. That is really good. I do think it's patient bathrooms, not parent bathrooms. Why would parents have their own bathroom? I think it's patients. Because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hospital. It's. Yeah, I think it's patient. I think it's just a typo. Maybe just a patients. Patients. This is the patient bathroom. Okay. Yeah. I don't either know. I'm, way. I'm assuming either way. Either way, there's a bathroom and someone was in it and not. But not in, in, it in at there. the same time. Tapping on her shoulder, but not. It was such a polite ghost. It was just a polite story. Just a polite story. Like a ghost it. having a ghost having a, a proper. You know, but just also to sit creepy. down. And now creepy. the expectation, probably, I bet after that, the expectation of going by yourself to the thing after being tapped on the sho- shoulder. I just, uh, but I love how she leaves, and she's like, "Sorry, sorry, sorry, to <laughs> so sorry, sorry, so sorry. Um, I'm going now. Yeah, <laughs> get out of your it's way. It's just polite. It's very polite. Uh, um, that's all. That's all the ghost wants. Just some politeness. So next we have Maggie. I live in New Jersey where everything is 300 years old and four out of five houses are haunted. (laughs) I used to live in this house built in the 1800s, and it was absolutely haunted. (laughs) It was a tiny house with an unfurnished basement, that's a problem, and black mold growing in the closet. That's an even bigger problem. That's the worst problem. Fuck a bunch of black mold. Yeah. It was so creepy that my mom would burn sage, which she had never, ever done before. Just being inside made me tense, made me feel like I could never relax. At night, after we were all let, we were, after we, I can say words. At night, <laughs> after we were all in bed, my dog would walk around the whole house twice like he was patrolling before he would go to sleep. While I lived there, I couldn't sleep with my back to the door. I moved there when I was eight and moved out when I was 11. For those three years, I did not sleep on my left side, not once, because just the thought of having my back to the door terrified me. Uh, One night, after I'd fallen asleep... I know. I've been there a little bit. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One night after I'd fallen asleep, my parents checked on me and found that I was praying in my sleep, which is more than a little curious, considering I don't consider myself religious at all. Yikes. I lived in this house when I was very young, during the later half of elementary school, and so my mom made me sleep with the door open. I would lie in bed at night and look out the open door, and I would see all kinds of things. Shadows running through the hallway past the door... And silhouettes of men shadowed on the door in the moonlight like they were just standing out of sight. But that was all benign. That was nothing compared to what happened right before we moved. Uh (laughs) One night, I just love the idea that laying in bed and watching these shadows of men is the benign part. So you couldn't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just watching shadows of people. Mm, This is terrifying. It's not the worst. Ah, one night. Than streaming. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's <laughs> the original YouTube. Um, it's all just shadows moving. <laughs> one night I was lying in bed. Everyone else was asleep already, but I just couldn't sleep. Suddenly I felt a hand wrap around my ankle and pull. It was cold and felt skeletal. And as it touched me, I saw it in my mind. I was so scared, I ripped my foot away and got out of bed. I checked under my blankets and under my bed, and there was nothing. You are the bravest person in the world. Yeah, I to look yeah. at to look for it. No. Yeah. What if you were um, to find it? <laughs> yeah, what, would, what would you I do? What it. would you do? <laughs> I was completely terrified, but I was also ten, so I just got back in bed and finally fell asleep, knees tucked up to my chin to keep them from out of reach from the thing at the end of my bed. Uh-huh. Whew, me too. 
oh, your knees will keep out of the way, but she'll right. straight up just reach. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, <sighs> but I mean, I guess there's that part too where you were terrified of getting in trouble and you're being, getting in trouble with your parents is usually more right. terrifying than ghosts, yeah, which is true. strange. Uh, but well, because it's a known quantity. You know what your parents are going to do when they're mad. Yeah. They're going to yell at you or they're going to say something and you're going to feel terrible. But you're like, I don't know. This is an unknown fear. So maybe know, there's a chance it's that better. it's just benign. Like maybe the skeleton the will just kill me and I won't have to tell my parents anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thankfully, my family found black mold in the closet of my brother's room soon Thankfully? after. And, and we moved. Okay. That's why. <laughs> it's like, thankfully. It's not in her room. It's <laughs> Whoops, in her brother's. <laughs> brother's room is fine. Let it get him. Number two, <laughs> we moved. Our second house was built even earlier, had been part of the Underground Railroad, and it was also haunted. There was a hidden room in the bathroom just big enough to hide a handful of runaway slaves, and I could never have my back to that either. I looked inside once and felt such a paralyzing fear that I never touched it again. When I would brush my teeth, I would see it in the mirror, and sometimes I would have to turn around and watch it as I brushed my teeth. Just in case. <laughs> at this house, my dog used to sit at the bottom of the staircase and just stare up at the landing. Sometimes he'd bark, but usually he just stared. No. Every now and then, I would see the shadow of a man with a tall hat and a coat standing at the door. If the door was open, I could feel someone watching me. This house at night was even worse than the previous one. Not in terms of things I saw, but in terms of things I felt and heard. While I lived there, I had a shell curtain that hung in, the, in my doorway, and one night as I was falling asleep, I heard it move, and then I heard other sounds. Sounds I can't even describe, like gibberish and moaning and like Ooh. people were speaking in my ear. <laughs> I turned on every light in my room, shut the door, and went to bed with the lights on. This house was the end of my sleeping with the door open, but not the end of my sleeping facing the door. I lived in this house for two years, and during that entire time, I still couldn't sleep on my left side with my back to the door. Even when I began shutting the door, there was something about the upstairs, something that paralyzed me. I would run to the bathroom at night because standing in the hallway was terrifying. Mm -hmm. One night, my brother accidentally got locked in the basement. He wasn't in there. Hashtag fuck a basement. I know. Wait, I just quietly peed myself a little. <laughs> um, he wasn't in there for two minutes when he started screaming. He was standing at the top of the stairs, terrified too. of what was at the bottom, screaming um, for us to mm, let him no. out. He can't explain it, but he just couldn't go back down the stairs. He had to get out. There was something in that house, I'm sure. Something worse than anywhere I've ever been. That house has been on the market for somewhere around 15 years, and physically, there's nothing wrong with it. No black mold, nothing's broken or needs to be replaced. So I can only assume that everyone who lives there has seen what I saw, heard what I heard, felt what I felt. It's a terrifying house. They both were. I still live in an 1800s house, but if this one is haunted, I haven't seen any evidence, so it's so far. Ooh. So far is key, because you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I should have happened now, apparently. Yeah. Who knew Ooh. that that was our market? That's so um, creepy. I mean, the just, well, the whole idea, too, with the Underground Railroad thing, too. You know, yeah. like, y it could have just been fear energy, you know? Yeah, sure. That kind of residual energy that sticks around and if, in a space. You know, and if there's an afterlife and you, you're like, you know, you revisit certain moments of that, like, that's mm -hmm. that's a key that's moment a most intense. everyone remember. Like, the moment yeah. where you're not really sure if you're going to live or die. Yeah, and you're hiding right, in right. in a little cubby hole in a bathroom of well, someone's house. Even if there's nothing. to God that you survived this right. whole ordeal. Uh, because if you didn't, you were going to be killed. The end. Yes. Um, or worse, or just worse. sent back to being a slave yeah. and under God knows who. Ugh. Yeah, but it, even without like a revis like without a, a 
a spirit there, that yeah. energy stays. Yeah. Like it exists in there. Mm-hmm. And so there could have been a significant portion, especially in the basement of what was picked up, was that fear that had been there previously. Yeah. That would have been there from Could be the fear of the owners the too, who were like, the, "I want to, you know, I, I need to keep my eye on this door because I want to make sure that no one finds, you know, the people yeah, I'm trying to protect." Right. It's so yeah, it's so it's crazy how residual energy like that, like mm-hmm. you can feel it. I don't, I totally 100 percent believe in that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sometimes a little dodgy on the actual ghost stuff, but I totally believe in residual energy, the energy and residual in the hauntings space. and stuff, energy in space because well, like you can't, especially if you. Um, if you know like something's gone down at some place, you you mm-hmm. kind of go into it with an expectation. So people can explain it away, going, "Well, you just you knew it was part of the underground railroad, so you're kind of projecting." But you, so I've been, and so have you, been in places where we find ourselves having an emotion that we didn't expect, uh, that that we're like, then we only find later was like, "Oh, that makes sense why I would feel that," but that mm-hmm. doesn't that was not a conscious projection on my part because I didn't know yeah. that that had happened. I only knew that portion of the history or whatever. So you know, there's mm-hmm. something external going on. It's well, not all. And even beyond, you know, the creepy part, you can read a room. When you go mm-hmm. into a space, mm-hmm. you a lot of a lot of people don't have that ability, but a lot of people have the ability to read a room, to know yeah. what that energy is like, to know you don't go in and Actors make a fart joke in that room to, for whatever. Because we're just it's part of our survival strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you do stage work, you have to be able to read that audience exactly. constantly. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just reading a space, the energy in that space without so more having a lot of context to it, you know, than, than yeah. most people have to be. Uh-huh. And I think what's fascinating about I was I just I had a thought and it's gone. Never mind. Oh, blame right. my dog. That's all right. We, well, luckily, you have another story. I do have another story. To. Thank you, Samantha. Mm-hmm. Save me. Um, Samantha <laughs> says, "Hey there, both of you. Hey, well, hey there. Um, I'm the same Samantha who submitted the opening story that was read in episode 22, Maravicia, one of my favorites, uh, and one of my favorite openings. Oh my and god, one of our favorite titles. you guys won't believe what I just found out about my spooky hotel shadow person who <gasps> live who loves the number three. Oh, that was the Girl Scout thing. Were they knocking? Were they yes, knocking? Yes, yes, I think so. Um, and she knocked back. And then right, I just made it stop. Right, yes, right, yes, right. Yes. I'm now a whole adult of 21. Ooh. And because of Girl Scouts, I still love camping. This means lots of ghost stories around a fire and More a place alcohol. that a murderer could totally pop out from. <laughs> anyway, I was retelling the story about the hotel when a new friend of mine, uh, who I know hadn't heard it before because she hates scary things, stopped me. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you the story that you're gonna hate. Yeah. Uh, it was long. It was long before I said anything about the knocking, and she turned very pale, very fast. She looked me dead in the eye and asked, "Did it knock in a pattern of three? <laughs> I, of course, being taken aback by this, slowly said yes, very confused. Until she continued, the whole reason I said yes to to coming uh, camping is because someone has been keeping me up at night, knocking on my door just like that. This is her friend speaking. Oh now, mind you. This bitch lives alone and continued to tell me that this phantom knocker has the same obsession with the number three like my hotel ghost did when I was young. Very freaked out by this, I told her that I got it to go away by knocking back and it, uh, at it got knocking back at it and that she should do the same. A few weeks go by after that freaky camping trip and I get a call from her at 4 a.m. crying into the phone telling me that my advice didn't work <laughs> and now she is finding little scratches on her that oh, are no. also in threes. I don't I... know if it's the same entity but I the habits are that, too similar. Sorry, I enjoy that she is like, oh, this bitch told me She's to do like, this. I'm this gonna call bitch. her She's right like, now. Like, yeah, no, we're going through this together, <laughs> god right. damn it. I you did it. this to me. Um I don't know if it's the same entity, but the habits uh, are too similar not to be connected somehow. Uh please, if you read this, tell me what you guys think about the whole connection, or do you think we're dealing with something totally different? I don't know. Three does seem to be a favorite number. 
Well, for supernatural stuff. It's uh, I mean, you think about it. It's it's like rebirth. It's the three, the holy trinity, mm-hmm. beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a cycle. So yeah. I mean, it makes sense that it would be. I, uh, it Did just the turned. Just get weird. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I don't know. There was just like this little weird windstorm that came like it was just pleasant and then all of a sudden end of the world and now when someone else is on their porch looking out you're like what the fuck yeah it just got real dark all of a sudden and then all the trees started whipping around but not the trees the um the rose bushes that are like 30 feet high right now mercury's in retrograde that's usually has to do with technical stuff yeah well I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. That is weird. I'm just watching. It's like, it got darker in this room because it's hard I to know. read. I know. Well, while you were reading it, I don't know if you I noticed, like, I was like, because <laughs> it just started it. I was like, windy, getting really windy and like dirt That's and really dust funny. and stuff started blowing everywhere. Yeah. And then someone comes out on the porch in those awful apartments across the way to yeah. look out. And I'm like, oh, you know, when the neighbor's looking, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Something's cooking. Hey. <sighs> well, hurry up and finish um, so we can take shelter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, I totally tried to pull up the weather channel here. but I'm, I'm going to do it while you um, read, just to make sure we're not going to die. Yeah. It's not pulling up, though, of course, because Merc- Mercury's in retrograde. That's where the problem is. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, Holy Trinity, threes, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, threes, I think, um, yeah, we're under th- severe thunderstorm warning, but it was issued like 30 minutes ago. Well... Mercury is in retrograde. It's a little late. <laughs> a little late. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Or early. Um, it was early. But yeah, so anyway, so everything comes in threes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if it's the Comedies same entity or not. Hmm? Comedies in threes. Maybe Comedies they, and threes. Maybe tragedy. the entity just wanted her to laugh, and she didn't. She knocked back. And he's like, that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> try laughing. Tell her to try laughing next time. Oh, God. Or just like, that might actually just ask remember. her what's going on. The scratches like, are alarming. The scratches, that's very alarming. The scratches make it seem like maybe it's not a very nice No, I don't think entity. it was after comedy. Um, scratches aren't funny. Yeah, or usually. maybe what it finds humorous is not what we would find humorous. Right. But That's true I don't too. know. I don't I don't know if it's the same entity. It's it's hard to say because I think the habit the knocking thing is interesting, but like a lot of a lot of entities seem to do that. Yeah. And three seems to be the magic number. I don't right. know why. I don't know what the relation three is, mm-hmm. but threes especially in the, it's a holy in the spirit world. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Three, seven. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but three in particular, like it's years of you know, rebirth or something. It's something numerology like that. is three yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But. But okay, um, now, that, now that it's too dark to read, I'm going to go ahead and read Jim's story. <laughs> hey guys, not so much a ghost story, but just wanted to share my trip to the Stanley Hotel. I was thinking yes. about writing it into you, but then heard this week's episode and figured, why not? My wife and I spent the weekend at the Stanley about 10 years ago and, of course, had to do the ghost tour. We went and saw all the areas you talked about, but we couldn't get into room 401 since there were still some guests in there. I almost read ghosts in there. We couldn't get in there because there were ghosts, ghosts in there. Too. It's not a ghost story. Anyway, <laughs> there were still some guests in there. It just so happened to work out that it was the very same room we would be staying in that night. Mm-hmm. After we checked in, another tour was stopping by, and we decided to let them see the room since our group missed out earlier. We opened the door to everyone's surprise and several people screamed and we thought a pregnant woman in the group would go into labor. (laughs) (laughs) So they're walking by for the tour, like looking at the door and they're just open the door and we're like, "Ah, hello. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. Um, Uh, Later on, a group of teenage girls could be heard outside the door. I gave the doorknob a good shake, and they ran off screaming, too. (laughs) Success. (laughs) I love it. This is totally, you know we would do this. Yeah, Jim is on point. Okay, as far as any hauntings, when I opened the closet door for my wife, 
Wait, that's not what he said. As far as any hauntings, when I opened the closet door, my wife had to pull up the covers because the room was all of a sudden cold for her only. I didn't notice any change in temp. It was July, and as you said, there's no AC since the building is on the historical registry. Also, I had a trusty EMF detector, and there was basically a floating ball of energy in front of the bed. It stopped maybe a foot below the ceiling and a foot or so above the floor. That's all. My son and I love the show. And hope, That's all. Yeah. And hope to get to see you guys at Planet Comic Con next year. I would love to go to Planet Comic Con again. That would be That's great. awesome. Thank you so much, Jim, and your son and your wife. Thanks for, for having a good, you. spooky sense of humor about That's it. That's right. That's good stuff. I would. That would be hilarious yeah. to scare <laughs> all of those people on a tour. So uh, funny. That would suck having that room, though, because you know people are going to fuck with you all night, yeah, long. all night long. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to fuck, the, I'm gonna fuck back. <laughs> right. I'm just going to be like, oh, you keep me up. I'm going to keep you up That's later right. <laughs> by giving you fucking nightmares right now. That's right. That's so funny. <laughs> Although I would imagine a lot of people who stay there stay there to stay up all night and to do the, yeah. you know, yeah, all yeah, of this yeah. stuff. So it's interesting that they would just get, you know, but it was 10 years ago. And I guess it, you know, the ghost stuff wasn't as popular 10 years ago as it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it probably was. Not as, not as yeah. much as now. I don't know. Well, there's so it, many options. Well, because the, because the media has grown, so there's more yes, media options exactly. now. But ghost, yes. like, but like Ghost Hunters International, Ghost yeah. Hunters and Ghost Hunters International. That show was that's just like 10, 15 years ago. And right. It was huge. It was, and it was the first of its long. But I mean, I, I think I think ten years ago, I think ghost stuff has always been popular. I agree but with you. I just think there's a lot there's more, more of it now because there's yeah, there's yes, more access. Yeah. So there's more access. More. But people wouldn't it be funny? It. Wouldn't it be funny if so many of the ghost stories from that room? come from people that actually were walking by there and didn't know that there was actually people staying, staying there. Yeah. We heard voices. The doorknob rattled. That's ooh, someone's story. Ooh, like, someone has yeah. submitted that story to a website somewhere, I'm sure, going, we walked by and the doorknob rattled. <laughs> we ran away. Oh, my God. Because if that happened to us, we'd go downstairs and be like, okay, is there anyone in that room? Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. Story's over. you got to research that <laughs> shit, man. you got to do your due diligence. So many people don't. They just I go, know. whatever. It must be a ghost. It's not, It's most of the time it's not. Maybe it would be someone's mum, and she'd be like, "Sorry to be bothered. Going now. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, uh, yeah. Always be polite to the ghost. That's right. There's the lesson for today's ghostical. Yes. Always be polite to be the polite. ghost. Be polite. Um, and don't listen if someone tells you to knock back. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> it may not work out. Just maybe don't do it. Just be polite. Maybe just be like, "No one's here." Let's see if it goes away. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Just try it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, we love your stories, of course. Good Keep stories sending them in. Ghoulintentions.com. Check it all out. All of our social medias are on there, too. Um, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Yes. And where are you going to be this weekend? I'm going to be in Iowa, Des Moines. Iowa, Des Moines. Yeah. I like Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Moines. And I will be, be? In, be in Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. Nice. Yeah. I will I think. be there in spirit. I might go do something spooky while I'm there. Are you going to do something spooky in Des Moines? I, if there's something spooky to be had in Des Moines, yeah. I think there, I'll talk I think, to people. There I must be something. The, con- every, every... the convention knows that I like spooky stuff. and Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'll talk to this convention and be like, hey, are there any ghost tours or any, like, Get maybe hotels haunted? I was going to I was gonna do something in L.A., but I booked it too late. Mm. But I did go get my bones read. I'd never had that done before. That was fun. Mm, fun. It was really fun. Fun. 
Mm. Um, and the guy was on fucking point. Oh, I gotta try that. It How do they read really your good. bones? You take the their bone. It's it's. So oh, it's like rolling the bones. It's hoodoo. Yeah. It's so not like a chiropractor you going. Oh, okay. Your spine is. The, oh this. god, oh, okay. that's different. I would have liked I mean, that as well. You but uh, no, you. So there are these and bones, and they're in a shell, and you blow on them, and you toss them. Oh, okay. Okay. It's so throw on the bones. That's it's a blow and throw. That's what he called it, and it made me giggle every time. Blow and throw. And so it was really good. Yeah, it was super fun. Hey. Uh, yeah, super fun, and um, I enjoyed it. And then there were earthquakes all of the time. I only felt one, yeah. the, bi- the big one. Yeah. Um, and we were all just like sit- We were having, um, uh, what were we having? Um, I, was, I was with some people having dinner, and we were having dumplings. And then all of a sudden, we just started rocking, like mm-hmm. rock inside, like a quick comforting rock is the way I would describe it. Gentle. Except it was, ge- it was, was just very gentle where we were. Rock you to sleep. Yeah, and then um, I didn't. It just looked like everybody was chill. Like our table, we were all kind of looking at each other. Like, do we need to run out of here <laughs> or not? And we everybody just kind of stayed there. Everybody else in the restaurant stayed there, and the waitresses and waiters, the servers, would come and still fill up our water. It was, but it lasted like twenty seconds or something. It lasted wow. a really long time. Uh. And it was like, do we run? Out? I don't know what to do. And then it was gone. And I've, That's right, because I, I, I was remembering weird. now that I, I texted you um, before I learned about the earthquake, uh-huh. like and learned like because I, I texted you about the weird dream I had that yes. kind of came true, and I was yes. like, "What? What happened?" Yeah, yeah. I was, I'll tell that story real quick. So I was I had a dream the night before the earthquake, yes. and I was home here in Dallas, and uh, I had a dream, uh, an acting workshop that I usually do, but I had to skip it this last time. Um, I had a dream that I was just with a bunch of the people that normally, the norm, the regulars that take mm-hmm. the workshop with me. Uh, I had a dream that we were all at some social function. I had not, not where the workshop happens, nothing like that. We're just some some building somewhere, I have a little party. And I was kind of talking to them like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't come. It was, but, I'm, you know, and they're like, oh, well, we're glad you're here. Glad we're, you know, at the party, whatever. And that was it. It was a completely mundane dream, nothing to it. And then I get up to go take Genji out. Uh, and I run into two people from the workshop mm-hmm. both coming to my building for a party because they know someone lives there that I don't know and it's a big building so they're coming there one person but they were coming separately one person was in the elevator coming down from the party uh, up above us to go down to like to the cookout mm-hmm. in the pool and so I saw him in the elevator and he's like hey we missed you the last workshop and I was like you said that in my dream that's weird, <laughs> that's weird. weird. That's weird. And then as I'm walking out, another another girl that takes the workshop was walking in to try to meet up with everyone at the pool. And she was like, oh, my God, Michael, hey, we missed you in the last workshop. And I'm like, this is so fucking weird. I literally so just woke up from a dream where this kind of happened. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, so that was that was really weird. And then I then I texted you, and I was like, this thing happened. And you're like, oh. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you alive? And I thought of yeah. asking you that after you texted me after back. After I texted you, I was, I was alive. Um, I... Let's see. It was started with the the first big one. I didn't feel because I was in the car, mm. and then that night um, it was Fourth of July. So in LA, I didn't realize this. It's like um, a war zone because every block does their own illegal fireworks. So I'd seen people tweet like, "This is so bad for the dogs," and blah blah blah. And I agree. You know, fireworks mm. is hard, mm. but mm. you know, for I always thought, you know, for that thirty minute show, you just have to comfort them. Right. I didn't realize. That in places like L.A., they do that for seven hours. Yeah. Non-stop, above your house, there will be fireworks going off that's... in the middle of the street. They'll oh. just light them and then run away. And if anybody comes driving, that sounds like your problem. I don't... It's so, and, oh and it's God. just non-stop booming. Like, in my shoulders were at my ears by the oh end because my, my anxiety was oh. like... 
Oh, just constant. I like fireworks from a long distance it away. Was real rough. People in our neighborhood like to set them off for days afterwards, yeah. but it's not it's not constant. It's just like for like oh for ten minutes, someone you know a block away is you know setting shit off. Yeah, and then two I, hours later, someone else is setting something off in another direction. Right. So it's it's kind of it's intermittent, but it's for this, like several days. Yeah, this is just well, and it's for several days too. But like on the fourth. Mm. It's just nonstop. Oh my god! Constant. It's, it's like, insane. It's, like it's a the craziest scene from thing I've ever. Nemez. Yeah, and then the next day there's the earthquake, and it was such a gentle experience. I was like, this is way better than the fireworks. <laughs> but that's because I wasn't at the epicenter. I was much rougher. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. My god. Uh, well, so I'm so glad that we survived our weekends. Yes. Um, and if you know, if you're in. Alabama or in Des Moines. Des Moines. Birmingham or Des Moines. Come say, come say hi, hi to us. Yeah. I'm in Anime Iowa is the name of the convention I'm going to. That's right. But in the meantime, remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. Just don't knock. What did I just say? I just, I'm like, yep, I get it. I get it. Even when I began, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? What did I do? Oh, I was just agreeing. I was just Um, talking with the story.